Hello, everyone. This is Premier Chess CEO, National Master Evan Rabin. Very excited to be here on episode 231 of the Premier Chess Podcast, where every week we interview great chess professionals, business coaches, attorneys, many other people who have found their passion in whatever it is that they do. Uh, this week, we have uh, Bill Haas, who actually has his own radio show uh, slash podcast, which I'm going to be on uh, in a couple weeks, which I, I definitely look forward to. Um, he's based in the Chicago area, and he works uh, providing financial literacy and planning for both individuals and business owners um, pretty much all around the country. He also uh, develops financial literacy programs for high school students and college students uh, and provides a source for authors and writers to turn their work uh, into e-learning. So, uh, yeah, how, how's everything going uh, with you today? Good, good. Busy day. I just had my show on uh, about an hour ago. Okay, amazing, amazing. And, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, look forward to uh, doing that soon. And, uh, yeah, it's, it should be, uh, you know, definitely uh, an exciting time, uh, of course. So, um, yeah, so, um, you know, I guess, I guess for one, uh, just, Tell me a, a little bit, uh, you know, about yourself and uh, sort of where you got to, uh, you know, where, where you are today. Yeah, I um, I got about a little over 37 years of experience in the financial world. Uh, I got started back in the trading pits here in Chicago uh, back in 1986 uh, and lasted until about 2006. So 20 years there uh, in the various pits, whether it's the options exchange or, or Chicago Mercantile Exchange. Uh, and learned a great deal. Learned a lot about economics, about money, uh, how things work globally and nationally and locally. And that morphed into uh, becoming a going from Wall Street to Main Street and becoming an advisor um, for uh, local people that I know and, and some business owners and things of that nature. Um, and as it, you know, the pandemic shifted. So it shifted everybody, uh, had to go new directions. So I got into the uh, uh, a radio show, international radio show, and then that rolls into podcasting. And that has actually rolled into, uh, I now have uh, one TV show already out there in Futures Television, that's Conversations with the CEO. Um, so my radio show is about how to build a, a business from concept to hiring your employee, you know, a bunch of employees and then managing those. And then the TV shows Conversations with the CEO so it's once you've made it, now where do, where do you focus and what you do? Um, but uh, but really, my most important thing I'm passionate about is building this financial literacy program uh, that will provide initially to all juniors and seniors in high school in the U.S. Uh, but to be honest, we already have six countries interested in the program as well. But uh, but we're in early stages of building that that business, so uh, we're now in the funding stage. And uh, hopefully we'll have things ready to roll out by uh, the beginning of the new year. Incredible. And um, yeah, so it, look, it, it's it's always great to, uh, you know, interview other, uh, you know, podcasters and, and, and radio hosts, um, several other people who have been uh, on the podcast before. I've actually uh, exchanged uh, podcast episodes uh, with, and I, I do find it uh, fairly interesting uh, for instance, my friend Zeb Gotkin, uh, who's a digital marketer, I, I was on his podcast. He was on this one. Uh, my other friend Davina uh, Chevin, uh, you know, comes to mind. 
And uh, how has, you know, your, your podcast and, and radio show, uh, you know, sort of helped you uh, network uh, and build, uh, you know, good relationships? Yeah, it's been a tremendous help. I mean, I, I actually, I started off by doing three and four minute little clips on LinkedIn and Facebook, just trying to keep my name out there when we were on lockdown. And then I approached a friend who owned the uh, the radio station on the internet and said, you know, can I get some time? And uh, then that kind of morphed uh, very quickly. Um, we were reaching in the neighborhood of 700,000 listeners uh, within about five months. And um, uh, that got the attention of a studio uh, that is here in Chicago land that just moved here a couple of years ago. And they were looking to get their name out there and said, why don't you come over here? And we'll start doing some recordings over here. That rolled into working with a producer at Roku and Apple TV uh, to bring the show. So this, my podcast will and TV, radio show is now going to go on TV as well, uh, huh. starting this month. Um, but, you know, we all, we had to make a shift and, and we had to keep relevant out there. And that was my idea. And, and it kept morphing bigger and bigger. Um, and then it drew the attention of a local high school um, that has an incubator program for uh, kids building, learning how to build a business. And I started mentoring them. And uh, then this idea came to me, you know, we have such a financial illiteracy problem truly all over the world. And, and so I thought, let's build a program and teach people um, you know, how to understand uh, the workings of, of finances and, you know, not just money, but it's life skills, also negotiating skills, leadership skills and, and communication skills and whatnot. Um, and it also, you know, it, it includes the, the everyday financial stuff that people just don't talk about. Hmm. And so they don't know. About. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's important that uh there's a lot of elephants in the room you know i think a lot of people don't uh you know consider uh financial planning uh enough uh my friend and colleague audrey sports uh wrote uh actually a blog post for once uh about uh foresight and chess and financial planning and uh you know how a lot of people just uh you know don't uh you know plan the next move you know but before they should um so how, how do you see uh you know, chess maybe uh, relating to, uh, you know, financial planning and, uh, you know, looking ahead towards the future? Well, I, you know, I think chess teaches some life skills, right? And, and and I think that's part of what you like to do with, with your knowledge in the game of chess. And and, uh, and that's important because we really, I think one of the biggest Faults we have here, at least in the U.S., is, is we do not teach life lessons. We don't teach life skills. Um, and that's in part because in all my experiences in working with couples, I've I've often found that that, that is one subject they typically never talk about, and it's money and finance. And if you're not talking about it, you're not teaching it to your children. So it's perpetual. And and and. So if you're not teaching your kids and you're not teaching them financial sides, you're not teaching them life skills, um, you know, what do you expect is going to happen? Mm-hmm. They're going to grow up not understanding. And much like, you know, you, 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 I think you do this through your game with, with chess is teaching life skills. 
Yeah, well, that's definitely true, both, uh, you know, in business and and, and life, you know, we're teaching, uh, you know, calculating, making your best move, uh, judgment training, uh, you know, when we work with attorneys, we're teaching them how to, uh, you know, sort of think on their feet, uh, you know, when they're on trial uh, or deadline. And uh, yeah, I really do think that, uh, you know, again, it's, it's the type of thing that uh, you need to be able to, uh, you know, kind of use your instincts, figure out what risks uh, are good, uh, which ones are not so good. Um, you know, for instance, I was uh, working with the student uh, yesterday and he made a uh, pretty much uh, simple, um, you know, m m m mistake, uh, basically, uh, you know, sacrificing a piece. And I, and I asked him, actually, why did you do that? And he uh, basically said that, uh, you know, I, I opened up my king, my opponent's king. Um, but, of course, that wasn't nearly enough, uh, you know, compensation uh, to get, uh, you know, a full uh, return on investment. Um, so, in, in working with uh, high school and, and, and college students, um, what kind of major lessons have uh, you learned uh, yourself, uh, you know, in, uh, you know, working with some young individuals uh, when it comes to uh, like financial planning and uh, other uh, important life lessons? Well, I think for one, um, those of us who are older or generation above have a tendency to try and corral or to say, you know, oh, the millennials are all like this, you know, and they're all alike and all of that. It's not true. Um, I, I found the people, the, the young folks that I've worked with are, are very bright, very forward thinking, um, have a passion they have a purpose. Those things are very, very important in life. I mean, I, I think there's too many kids that do not have a passion or a purpose. And that's, I think, part of our problem. But, um, but you know, like in chess, you, you know, you, 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 there are lessons to be learned. You know, you, you talk about giving up, sacrificing a piece. And is it, is it really worth it for the return on investment? It's the same thing when thinking about as a young person, you need to you need to start thinking, and you hear this all the time. You need to start thinking about your future. Um, you pointed out most people don't make plans, and and they wait way too long. Majority of the people I meet and work with typically are in the mid fifties and older, and and they've done all the life things right. Got gotten you know gone through college, got married, had kids, bought a house raise the children, put them through college. And now the kids are out of college and, and they go, oh, what's next? Retirement. And I haven't done anything except throw all this money at this 401k plan or maybe put it in some IRA, but I have no idea really how much it is, um, how long it's going to last, what, it, you know, what am I going to be able to use it for? Uh, there's typically just a, a lot of questions that people don't know. And it's because they don't know financial literacy. You know, they, they don't know what to expect. And it's, uh, you're not really planning for the things that you can expect. You're planning for the unexpected. That's that's a really important factor. Yeah, and I think uh, not only planning for the unexpected, but the art of being uh, resilient uh, when something does happen uh, unexpected, uh, you know, th that's also important. Uh, you know, to be able to uh, be uh, adaptable, um, right? So um, one thing that is, 
uh, really important to uh, consider is how a lot of players will, uh, you know, make one mistake uh, and then, uh, you know, quickly make uh, a lot of other mistakes. So um, it, it's important to, um, yeah, be able to, uh, like, see change uh, and uh, be able to uh, kind of continue, um, you know, doing well, uh, you know, after that. Right. So I tell students, yeah, if you make, uh, you know, one mistake in a game, you know, you should take a deep breath, even maybe walk around uh, and then play the position uh, as if it was a brand new game. Right. Rather than, uh, you know, being so hung up about, uh, you know, it being, you know, a not so great uh, position. So um, I think that is uh, important. And uh, yeah, I mean, obviously times like COVID uh, made, um you know, businesses, you know, have to, uh, you know, adapt. So, um, well, some didn't, you know, but it, you know, you point out in, in like in chess, you know, there's going to be a time where you're going to make a mistake. And, and with me in life that happens, you know, life hits you and it changes your plan, changes your game plan. And, you know, you are a master at that and, and, and in the adaptability, uh, but most people aren't. Right. They, they, they don't know. They some people might think, oh, he made a mistake with making that move. I've got him now. But mm -hmm. that may not necessarily be true. If you know, if you and I were playing chess, um, you would probably crush me in a very, very short period of time. But I might look and see you made a mistake and think I have an opening here. Um, but that might not necessarily be true. Again, like you talked about your friend, he 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 gave up a piece because he had a plan and then that plan didn't work as he had expected. That's kind yeah. of like how life works. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, absolutely. And, and again, I, I think it's important to be able to, uh, you know, like I said, make, make a mistake. Uh, you know, it, it, it happens of course, but um, then being able to, uh, you know, overcome it and, uh, and, and move on, you know? So yeah, um, so, yeah, my, my friend Jim Egerton uh, wrote a book, uh, Business on the Board. He's also been uh, on the podcast. He's uh, actually uh, near yourself in the, in the Chicago area. Uh, and he wrote, uh, yeah, like a whole book about uh, life and, and mostly business lessons that uh, you could learn uh, from the game. Um, are there any other lessons that uh, you, you think you might be able to uh, learn through chess that might be uh adapted to finance or other areas of business? Yeah, I you know, I think from the very beginning of a game of chess, you more than likely have a strategy or a plan in place, right? That you that you hope to follow, but you know it will most likely change because you don't know what your opponent's going to do. And in, in the finance world, that's called the game of life. Um, so you you have to, you know, you have to start with a plan and then you have to understand that that plan is most likely going to change um, or be altered in some way, shape or form through whatever your opponent's actions are or through whatever life throws at you. Um, and, and I think that's a good correlation there. You know. Yeah, I, I think uh, for sure. And I, I think, um, you know, again, it's just important to, uh, you know, see the transferable 
skills, um, you know, um, so many people on this podcast and many different, uh, you know, areas have, have spoken about, um, yeah, like what, what, what just brings to, uh, you know, different professions, uh, you know, from like, you know, business with gin, uh, you know, someone like my friend, Mike Papa, Pavlu, uh, you know, founder of Guitar Guy Guru, uh, and there's, you know, a lot of, uh, things about chess and, and, and music. And then my, you know, friend, Michael Deutsch of, uh, hands-on hoop skills and talking about like chess and uh you know athletes and uh you know i was actually just reading something about you know athletes feeling uh peak performance uh meaning they think that peak performance means perfect performance but of course this could uh cause a lot of negative emotion and uh really you just have to realize that uh mistakes are just you know part of the game and um, you need to, you know, be okay with them and, uh, you know, kind of move on. Um, so look, I'm sure you've worked with, uh, plenty of clients, uh, before, um, you know, used to also be an underwriter, used to be a, a mortgage broker as well. Uh, recently you've been, uh, more focusing on, uh, like the retirement, uh, piece the last couple of years, but, uh, do you have any suggestions for, you know, how someone could, uh, kind of, you know, keep their control and uh, like move on after, uh, you know, making a mistake. Yeah, it the most important thing is to at least start with a strategy or a plan. That is that is so important because it keeps you in focus. Um, yes, is the plan going to change? Absolutely, it will. But if you have a plan, you you are able to adjust it. If you don't have a plan, you're just reacting. And if, as, as long as you're going to be in that reactive mode, you're more than likely going to lose. Um, you know, if, if, in the game of chess, if you have if you don't have a plan going in, what's the likelihood of you winning that game, that match? Uh, so it's very little. So, in fact, my good friend uh, and also former podcast guest, Alan Cantor, who was my uh, coach, one of my coaches growing up. Um, you know, that that's one thing I remember him saying quite well. You know, it's very important in chess to have a plan. Uh, you could, by the way, change the plan uh, and you should be able to adapt given changes in the evaluation of the position. Um, but of course, right, it's imperative that you always have uh, a plan. So, yeah, um, same, thing in, same thing in the game of life with finance and understanding that. You know, and, you, you know, you guys earlier, you know, when's the time to start that and it, it's it's now um there there's no better time than now um because each day that goes by is lost opportunity and 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 also lack of protection as well um protection of, of what you have accomplished thus far um because without protection there is vulnerability and that will dramatically change your plan because life has a really funny way of happening and and uh it changes and alters things yeah the, the number one thing that people are afraid of in retirement is running out of money and the, the number one thing that causes them to run out of money is their health and so you'd, you'd be surprised at how many people i talk to uh don't have forms of protection for that 
So we, you, there's, there's strategies that you can put in play, like long-term care possibilities, you know, different types of life insurance that grow uh, financially for you that is for that will then have funds that you can use later in life um, that can be used tax-free. So there's strategies, just like in the game of chess, right? You, you study your opponent, you come up with an idea and a plan and a strategy to what, what you think will bring you to success in winning that match. Um, you talked about like a professional athlete wants to be perfect, right? The pentultimate and, and the best of the best. Um, that takes a plan and it takes strategy. And, and you have to be strict about it and passionate about it uh, if, you, if you're going to be successful. Yeah, well, I certainly agree. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, again, there, there, there's a lot of uh, important, uh, you know, business and, and life lessons there. So um, anyway, what I really wanted to thank you for taking some time to, you know, connect, uh, talk a little bit about podcaster networking, uh, some foresight into chess and financial planning. Uh, life skills, uh, overcoming uh, and uh, rebounding uh, from mistakes, uh, and uh, a lot more. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add uh, while you're on the podcast today? No, just I, if you didn't get the message to start planning, that would be the number one thing to do. Um, it's, it's the planning bring, breeds success. I, I, I like it. I like it. I'm definitely going to be saying that uh, over again, planning breeds uh, success. So uh, if anyone does want to reach out, learn a little bit more about uh, retirement planning, uh, financial literacy, uh, your radio show, uh, et cetera, uh, how could people get a hold of you? The easiest way is just to, uh, my email is bill, that's B-I-L-L, at billhasse.com. That's B-I-L-L-H-A-A-S-E.com. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Uh, definitely look forward to being on your show, of course, in, in a couple of weeks. We're all set up. We're all set up, I believe, uh, December 14th. So uh, it should be a great time. Yeah. And, uh, look forward to uh, being in touch uh, in the near future. Awesome. I look forward to having you on. Likewise. Thank you. All right.